Hello, everybody. What is up? It's December 1st, 2019. It's a Sunday. And we're going to get together for episode 56 of Ninja Realtor. I'm your host, Ryan Toman. One take, Timmy, as usual. I have hit record. We're off. We're off to the races. So this is going to be a little bit of a special episode. It's a little more geared towards MMA, martial arts. Uh, We are going to have a little bit of real estate in there, but I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch the direction of this. And I really just wanted to recap Modern Fighting Championship 4, which was in Saskatoon Friday night, November 29th. It was a hell of a night. So I want to dig into it with you guys, let you know my perspective of kind of what went on and um and then we'll get to a little bit of real estate from there so first of all it's kind of stupid in saskatchewan how the how the legislation and everything is we can have amateur boxing we can have pro boxing we can have pro mma but amateur mma isn't sanctioned it's kind of silly i don't really understand it but without getting into the politics of everything It makes for a unique promotion. It makes for a unique event. Now, my coach, Adam Lorenz, is part of this promotion, MFC. This was the fourth one. And it had five amateur MMA, sorry, five amateur boxing bouts, one professional no-gi high-level jiu-jitsu match, and then six pro MMA fights. So really good mix of, of combat, really good for the you know, the uneducated fan to see the mixture of styles. And it was just kind of fun for everybody. So cool event. This was at a new location. It was the Manhattan Ballroom, which is a little bit of a smaller venue. But I think it kind of shares the same vibe as, let's say, a comedy show that, that's at a tight comedy club with a little bit of a lower ceiling. It's a little bit more intimate. You could feel the energy in there. And that's kind of, that's kind of the vibe we had this Friday. The place was packed. We had a lot of people travel from far distances for this fight. A lot of a lot of tribes supporting their fighter, so to speak. So the community is great. You know, people really represent that fighter. Their family, their friends come, they're rooting with them. And even though it's an individual sport, you can really feel that family atmosphere for the people were emotionally invested with their with their fighter. So MMAC, Modern Martial Arts Center in Saskatoon, that's the academy I train out of. We had six people fighting and we went five and one. So we had five wins, it went great. We almost had six wins. They actually put the guy's hand up. He did a, a ring interview and then after he left, they told him that they made a mistake and he lost. So that was kind of a bummer for him, but... You know, it was his first amateur boxing fight. He did great. And it is what it is. So, Jared Cochran, the junkyard dog, he's a straight dog. He's now 2-0 pro MMA. He fought the same guy. And it was a tough match, but Jared's a dog, man. He's a gamer. He's ready to go. He pulled off a first-round TKO stoppage, so I'm super happy for him. Um, Honey Joe, we call him Honey Joe. I actually don't know his last name. And uh, I didn't know him too well before this camp, but started to train with him a little more, started to spend a little more time with him leading up to this fight. And he's a great dude. He's got a lot of potential. And he did excellent. 
his opponent came out a little more aggressive, a little more strong than we might have thought. But, uh, I mean, Joe was prepared. He did great. He overcame a bit of adversity, and, and he got the TKO stoppage. So I know he was really exhausted after the fight. You know, I think he puked, but MMA is chaotic, man. Like, seeing what these guys go through before, during, and after the fight is crazy. You know, they should get paid way more if you ask me, but that's another conversation. So, and my boy, my best friend, Jesse Bolt, the Nomadic Ninja, he fought in the main event, and it was a crazy fight, man. You know, a lot of buildup because there were 12 bouts the whole night, so a lot of buildup. It was a pretty late fight, but... uh First of all, I just want to say his opponent, Travis Gervais, is game. He is ridiculously strong. He is an athlete. He was very smart in there. You could tell he had experience. He was coherent. He was seeing how Jesse reacted. He was playing it smart. He didn't come out aggressive. He wasn't fighting emotionally. And, you know, picking up on patterns. And most importantly, he was a martial artist. He wasn't just a big, strong Jack guy who is coming with heavy hands. Like, you could tell the type of character he is. Um, he's cold, man. He's, he respects the, the lifestyle. You know, I think he went and did some training in Thailand before this fight. He took some time off. But he fought Kevin Lee, you know, UFC high, high-level prospect for the championship. Um, he's had some tough fights and some big shows, so... We knew that this guy was going to be a game opponent. He was going to be the real deal. And he showed it. You know, he came prepared. He came with a good game plan. And he was a tough fight. But Jesse did come out winning the decision, split decision victory. And he definitely earned it. The biggest thing was Travis did more damage. You know, he caught Jesse with an elbow from the bottom at the end of the first round. He landed a couple big shots. I, I'm pretty sure thinking back, he, he dropped Jesse twice, but he wasn't, be able to, he wasn't able rather to finish. And Jesse just got more points. He, he controlled the fight. He was in the dominant position a little bit more. You know, on the feet, even though he didn't rock Travis as bad, he was landing a lot of shots. He was controlling that ring. You know, he landed some good body knees, some good leg kicks. Um, Nice teep kick to the face. He threw some hard high kicks. Looked sharp with the hands. Real technical, real real pro fight. You know, these guys weren't rushing it. And whenever it went to the bottom, to the ground rather, you know, Travis tried a couple times to, you know, maybe take his back after he rocked Jesse. And Jesse would always reverse it, end up on top in his guard, doing a little bit of work, chipping away, um, you know, he was throwing up some rubber guard. He went for a couple Kimura triangle attempts, but, you know, couldn't get very far. But bottom line, he had more control on the ground. He, he was able to keep the dominant position. He was able to nullify Travis, and he just inched off the victory. So he deserved it. That will to win is unmatchable. And, you know, I said it after the fight, like, he sacrificed so much to be there. He wanted it so bad. You were going to have to take it from him. He wasn't going to give up. He wasn't going to look for a way out of that fight. You were going to have to put him away to take that from him. I know how bad he wanted it, you know. I know how hard he prepared. I know how strong his mindset was coming into this, his confidence. And um, 
Yeah, he, he deserved it. But it was a little scary after the fight, after three five-minute rounds, he came to our corner and he's like, I don't know if I can do another two rounds. And Kurt and I, who were in his corner, were like, man, the fight's over. You already fought three rounds. And he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. You could tell he was concussed because of that. Um, he didn't remember being dropped or anything like that. And, you know, he, it's, it's a testament to the training, to the reps, that muscle memory, building that myelin, that skill. Because he was on autopilot. You know, he doesn't remember the last two rounds, but he looked good. He was technical. He seemed coherent. He was listening to instructions from our corner. He was doing the positions we trained. We trained hard leading up to this fight. And even in his post-fight interview, he didn't say anything stupid. He kept good character. He was very honest with the crowd that, you know, Travis hits hard. He was rocked. He doesn't remember much of that fight. He was kind of in zombie mode. But... um you know, he talked fine after the fight. And then 10 minutes later backstage, he didn't even re- remember doing a post-fight interview. So a little bit scary. You don't want to see your fighter, your friend, you know, take hard shots. But bottom line, it's, it's part of the game. And Israel Adesanya said it best. He, after he fought Calvin Gastelum, that was a war. It was a dog fight. He was literally willing to die in there. He, he won... But he left a little part of himself in there. You know, he, it was a fucking grind. And after that fight, he said, those aren't the fights you want to have often. He's glad he did it. He's glad he could show people the way he can persist and perse- persevere and get through a war like that and come out on top, ready to die in there. So he's happy he was able to show that part of himself. But you don't want to have those fights all the time. Those, those fights are taxing on the body. So it was the same thing with Jesse, you know, it was actually really good because it was character building. He got to show his will. He got to overcome adversity, persevere and win the fight. But you don't want to have a dog fight like that every time. It's just not healthy, period. So, so it was great. He did it. He did it over a tough opponent. So it was a hell of a night. I'm so happy for the fighters out of MMAC. I have so much respect for these guys, man. And um, they all overcame a little something. You know, Jared fought out of an arm bar, broke the guy a second time. So, so it was great. But Great night. I did end up taking Jesse to the hospital after. We stayed there till about 3.30 a.m. He got a CT scan. Um, he didn't even have to end up getting stitches or anything. So we might have thought he broke his orbital bone in his face but uh he he didn't luckily he's just gonna have a nasty shiner and and a couple scars so overall very good awesome event hell of a time and as always with this type of a sport kind of a relief that it's over and this is coming from a guy that's not even fighting but you could see the anxiety of people that are connected to these fighters you know jesse's friends and everybody in the crowd including myself we're sweating. It's anxiety. When you have a connection with that person, even if it's a slight connection, you just don't want to see them get hurt. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about MMA. It's so primal. Anything can happen. There's dire consequences. So we're all that invested emotionally and you get taken on a ride. That's for sure. So 
So shout out to all the guys that fought. You guys are killers. So much respect. Thank you to Adam for putting on another amazing show. And um, yeah, just still trying to ride the wave and think back of the event and all the highlights of the event. So it was really good. So that's that. I just kind of wanted to recap that with you guys. I know I've been making slight mentions of it for quite a while now in the weeks leading up to it. Um, We put in a lot of work training and, you know, the guys were carrying a lot of weight mentally as any MMA fighter would. So shout out to Kurt Southern, our coaches. We have an amazing group of people, amazing support. Yeah, just, just riding the wave of that event. So MFC4, I'm hoping they can put it out on video. Um, There is a really good documentary getting put together with Saul the Singer and Hadlin the Hiptist on Jesse's training camp fight, post-fight, etc. So um, that's probably going to come out. We're going to have some really high-level photography um, coming out after that event too. So there will be more to come. If you check my Instagram, you guys are going to see some stuff unfold from this event. And I hung out with Jesse yesterday. Awesome time. He's he's back to normal. You know that the effects of the concussion were were just, you know, for a couple hours after the fight Friday night. So he's back to normal. He's good. He's definitely going to be taking a little bit of time off. But uh I'm hoping to meet him in California in a couple weeks. I'm going down there in just over a week and he's driving the big old van down there. So it's going to be a hell of a time. We're going to finish the end of the year, right? Enjoy ourselves a little bit. Hit the road get the hell out of this snow so that is that to finish off on the whole mma topic next weekend i'm going to be heading down to our affiliate gym qcma in regina we're going to do a gi jiu-jitsu get together there's probably going to be some promotions and just some good training with the fam so we do that once or twice a year it's been a minute i don't even know if we've gotten together this year so great way to end the year Great camaraderie between everybody who trains and promotions for everybody that's earned them. So before I take off here on Sunday today, guys, little real estate update. Now, I know sometimes it can be discouraging. You're working on deals, but you're not closing deals. You know, you feel like you're planting seeds, you're building business, but nothing's quite coming together. Just... In business, as a realtor, keep persevering. Keep working because that stuff is going to come. Okay, one of the biggest things in real estate is things take time. What you're working on now is going to come back to pay dividends months down the road. So don't quit. Hang in there and keep chipping away. Just like a fight. The reason I'm saying that is because this November I had an awesome month. Um, Closed a handful of deals. And just on the 29th, the second last day of November, I put together another cash deal to top off the month on a lot. It came together quite quickly. And I was very happy with the month before that. So a lot of the deals I closed took perseverance and they were, they were seeds that I was initially planting, sorry, initially planting, starting the harvest earlier in 2019. And they all came together now. So November was a good month of paying dividends for myself. And right now I'm working on a lot of stuff that's not, you know, not producing much at this point, but I know that it's going to, it's going to harvest early in the year 2020 for me. So 
Look at the big picture. Keep your mind on the big picture. Keep chipping away. Yes, this December, you want to enjoy the holidays, spend time with family, maybe wind down a little bit, start to look into 2020, start to set some goals, start to schedule things, but finish the year strong. Keep keep planting the seeds. Keep working the harvest because it's going to come back in a positive way in 2020 for you. So keep chipping away. So things are good. I have a lot of business to tie up in the next week before I take off to Los Angeles. So it's going to be a good week. Overall, a relief that the MMA event's out of the way. And this is coming again, guys, from somebody that didn't fight. But I'm just happy that my friends can relax now. I'm happy that they're okay. They're safe and sound. And we're good to go. MMA is is just so real, man. Like People can have a fight and, and come out not being the same person. You can get really hurt, so... It's a relief, great way to end 2019 for the guys that fought. So check me out on Instagram, guys. If you guys want to connect with me, that's the way to do it. At Ryan Toman. that's at R-Y-A-N-T-O-M-Y-N. I hope I didn't forget anything, but like I said, this is more of a recap. This wasn't me trying to educate, you know, motivate in, in any way like that. So... Just wanted to touch base with you guys before the end of the week. I am going to be in touch again next week. We're going to have a good topic that I've already been thinking about. And the one after that's probably going to be in Cali. Hell, I might even link up with the Nomadic Ninja and do a duo podcast in the States. So stay tuned for that. We're going to finish the year strong, coming in hot. Thank you guys. Enjoy your Sunday. I'll be back.